Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, folks, it must be Wednesday. We're talking a little bit of starts and sits. I'm on the screen, and guess who's else on the screen? It's Buck. Buck, what's going on, buddy? Bob, you know, it's been a it's been a great year. I'm pretty sad. I don't know if we're doing, if we're taking a week off after fantasy football championship or what. Just let me tell you, it's been a damn pleasure. Week in, week out with Bobby Lamarco. Yeah, man. The merger of, this is the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast, and the merger with Fantasy Focus has been a delight. Honestly, we have been able to team up, build more content, get more stuff out there different faces not just me and sky talking all the time it's been nice for the candlestick kid side and then on the fantasy focus man it's been great to have you guys we appreciate your support us being on with you has been awesome all year those lives been awesome that's brand new for us this year but man it's been fun it's been fun that me and you got it we kind of just like in the beginning of the season we're like you know what how's wednesday and you're like i could do wednesday i was like you know what I don't know this guy. Let's do some Wednesday pods together. Now look. Let's up. start we ripping jokes. Wednesdays. We got, we got, we got, we got inside jokes now. It's been great, dude. We love it, man. We're excited. Um, yeah, it's been fun. And I, listen, I'm going to be on the podcast pretty much all off season. I think I might be taking a break during the January NFL playoffs just to like kind of go back at twenty. I want to do 2021 review stuff. I think we're going to spend a lot of time just looking at where we can improve. What guys, you know, kick their. I, I think we're going to do a whole week of podcasts or a month of podcasts just dedicated to checking out finding the ADP values guys that outkicked why did they outkick their ADPs guys who struggled this season because it will help us next year and understanding where those kind of things happen but before we even dive into all this stuff buck today's starts and streamers give us a little bit about how you're doing in your leagues anything you've taken away from this season give us your high level overview of the fantasy football landscape for you heading into week 17. I mean, aside from uh, scoring and playoff seeding issues, which we went over, I believe, last week, Bob, uh, besides all that, doing pretty well. I got third in two leagues, um, didn't didn't get anything done there in the third place game and two others, but I am in a championship, which means I'm in that good, good money. And it's also a league that I, I squandered back in like 2011 or 2010. 2010. I squandered it, Bob. It was a mm-hmm. blizzard. I had uh, Jay Cutler, and I also had Ryan Fitzpatrick as a young Buffalo Bill. And Ryan Fitzpatrick was not playing in a blizzard. Jay Cutler was my guy all year long. I flipped him. 
because of the blizzard. We saw the blizzard with the Buffalo New England game earlier mm-hmm. this season. You don't want one of those quarterbacks. So it's championship Sunday, and I do it. I mess around, Bob, and I throw in Ryan Fitzpatrick for the first time all year. Wow. I lost by 13 points. The end result for each quarterback was Jay Cutler, 24, and it was Ryan Fitzpatrick was seven. Hmm. He did well in a snow game, huh? I mean, that's interesting. Jake, smoking Jay Cuddy, man. Never, you can never go – I mean, he could never be relied upon when you needed him, but when you couldn't rely on him, he would come through. Let me tell yeah, you, unbelievable. Guys. So this uh, is a big spite matchup here. I got to get it done. Yeah. I think I will. I've been working the waiver wire. I just want to say that about this team that I'm actually in the championship with. I was the sixth seed. I was eight and six, but I was one of the higher scoring point totals on the season. But I worked that waiver wire every week, two weeks in advance, trying to figure out where my soft spots would lie if I lost a player. I just want to say, I know it gets exhausting, scouring the waivers, figuring out what's two weeks out that nobody else is seeing. I can get them on the cheap. But if you put that legwork in, you watch this show, you listen to Bob, Sky, Jordan, Levy, myself every week, you're probably going to have a heads up on a lot of these situations that might drum up. And it really helped me working with you because I was always on that waiver wire, just kind of chasing Bob. I called it, it was actually like a minor film idea, chasing Bob, but um, it's not going to work out. But I could is that a, a rom com? Is it more of like a rom com or is it like an action film? Like, what's the deal there? I want to know. <laughs> I could go either way. Chase Bob rom com action. <laughs> All right, listen, I knew it. I knew you had a soft spot for me. This is nice. Uh, yeah, man, it's it's tough. This year is the first year I would say probably in four years I'm in no title games. Uh, it was bad year. I I I had to pitch. I played the one seed last week in my big league. I dropped like 140 points in a league where the average is like 120. He dropped 147 and I had moves I could have made. And like in hindsight, I'm like, would I really have made those moves? Like starting Amari Cooper over Gibson, starting the Eagles defense over the chiefs. I mean, I could have made those. They were all on the table. Basically I had three decisions. I failed on two of them. And that's yeah. now I got it. Now I got to deal with that for the rest of my life. That's going to haunt me for until August of 2022. So looking forward to that. But other than that, man, before we get into this any further, before we get to our start sits and streamers, we'll take a quick commercial break because all our episodes are brought to you by Bet Online AG on the Believe Podcast Network. So we'll take a quick commercial break and we'll be back right after this. Bet Online is back and better than ever. A new web interface for the rest of the NFL season and the NBA season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all football and basketball action this season. Make sure to head over to the new updated desktop or mobile website and sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code BELIEVE50. That's B-L-E-A-V-5-0. BELIEVE50 to receive your bonus. From football to basketball to NHL to boxing to UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the rest of the 2021 seasons. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Buck, we're going to get into some starts, sits. We're not even doing sits. We're just going to go starts. We're going great vibes. the holiday time of year, but we want to focus on the guys you can start these couple weeks. We typically go position by position. 
Um, I know, Buck, you got a few for each. Let's start with QBs. We're going to do some QB starts of the week. Give me some guys that you're really feeling at the QB position they could plug and play for week 17. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, Josh Allen, pretty much top of the list here. Can't miss match up there against Atlanta. What a, what a machine that man is. I was watching that that Patriots game, and it was just Josh Allen 101, making zero sense, but making all the sense at one time. It's quite a quite a conundrum that he throws at you out there. Uh, Jalen Hurts, I like, against Washington this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a plus matchup for him. I think the way they've been running the ball and more relying on the running backs is actually kind of hopefully going to help free him up in this game against Washington. And then can't miss Aaron Rodgers, obviously. Now the question there becomes, are you starting Josh Allen or Aaron Rodgers this week? Yeah. um, Buffalo gets Atlanta. Are they playing in Atlanta? No, it's in Buffalo. In in Buffalo. Uh, So Mm -hmm. that's always interesting. Um, You know, I I would probably still roll with Aaron Rodgers. I just think that he – the Minnesota Vikings-Packers games have been pretty good offensively for both teams. Last time they faced off, Aaron Rodgers had a solid day. Kirk Cousins had 340-3 and in that game. So I like the game flow for those. I don't know how well Atlanta's offense is going to transition to Buffalo. Um, they just don't, they just, they've been getting it done, but I don't know. I just don't think that game's going to be that high scoring to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, but Josh Allen might just pull one of, one of the many 35 point performances that we've seen throughout this calendar year here for the bills. I just think we crush Atlanta and I know they're a decent team, which is kind of surprising there. Um, my deep, deep streamer would be Jared Goff. If you got problems. I like the Jared Goff matchup going up against Seattle. I also just – I kind of like the games he's put together. He's scrappy this year. He's not – He's not. you're just, you know, throwing it all over the place, but he is figuring out ways to be effective in a losing effort, which is all the marbles in a fantasy game. You want to make sure you're on that opposite end if you have a quarterback like Jared Goff. Hopefully you're not plagued by injuries, COVID, what have you, but Jared Goff's a guy I like this week. Yeah, a couple of my guys, too, I like, uh, you know, Matthew Stafford's my, you know, against Baltimore. We just saw what Joe Burrow did against them. You know, they have the same look and feel as the Bengals in the sense of, you know, Zach Taylor coached with Sean McVay. They have three strong receivers. I think that's an offense that could probably put up points against the Ravens. Hopefully the Ravens get back at least Huntley and or uh, Lamar Jackson this week to help put up points on the other side. But I like Matthew Stafford in that game. Because he has a very similar skill set to Burrow in the sense they're not mobile quarterbacks, they're in the pocket, and the Ravens' secondary has been absolutely terrible. One that I'm a little less high on because of the injury to Adam Thielen is Kirk Cousins. The last time these teams have come out, he threw for 341-3 and against them. But Adam Thielen's been kind of his guy against the Green Bay Packers, so I do worry a little bit that he might struggle because of no Adam Thielen. But at the same time, K.J. Osborne played pretty well in those matchups. Yeah. I also wrote down Jalen Hurts. Um, 30 points last time against Washington. Washington football team is dealing with so many injuries in the secondary. Their front seven's been in and out. I mean, talk about just trying to keep up with the COVID situation in Washington has been a pain. But they're also dealing with some injuries up front too. And listen, you know, last time he dropped 30 against them, I think I'm going to – he's been a QB1 pretty much every week all season long. I'm not going to fade him now. My sleeper though is Mac Jones, uh, Mac Jones against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, in my model, 
there's like three teams that are true uh, pass funnel defense, and Jacksonville is one of them. They're actually league average against the run, and they're terrible against the pass. I think that's going to force them to throw a little bit. I think Mac Jones is someone. Listen, Davis Mills threw for 200 yards, two touchdowns. Zach Wilson had 25 points against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So Ooh. that's all you need to know. Uh, so I think I think Mac Jones, in my opinion, is someone that I'm okay starting um, this week as a streamer if you're desperate. I doubt it. You're If you're in the championship week, you got your guys. So I think if you need a streamer, good for you because if you've been streaming quarterbacks all year and you made it to the finals, you're, one of the, you're the GOAT. Um, those are our quarterback streamers. Now let's jump down to running backs, Buck. Give me a couple running back starts that you're feeling for this week. Yeah, I really like the uh, Ronald Jones. He wasn't all that efficient last week in his kind of return prominence there, but they're, they're going to score against the Jets. They will get in the end zone. I think Ronald Jones is good for a touchdown. I think he's going to do better than what he did last week on 20 carries. I think he had around 65 yards. So he wasn't maximizing those touches by any means. But what accounts for the Bucks is I think he's going to be heavily relied upon yet again, and they get, they're going up against a defense they can really exploit here. So Ronald Jones, a guy like starting to sound like a homer now, and that's okay, Devin Singletary. Uh, plus matchup here against Atlanta, and we've seen that utilization really spike up for him, and it's not just the numbers. It's what he's doing with that number of touches on the football. He's looked good. Devin Singletary has looked very good down the stretch here. I think they're going to bang that drum yet again here against Atlanta. Rashad Penny, another name I like quite a bit going up against Detroit. Rashad Penny is pretty damn good. Uh, he's, oh, yeah. I believe he scored 24-plus points, like two out of the last three games. He's a good player, and we're starting to see it. And the fact is they made a decision on him draft time. And now they got to really see what they have there because they haven't been able to for two plus seasons. So this is a guy that I think is going to get quite a run here in this matchup against Detroit. Those are my three Jones, Singletary, Penny are all guys that I'm sure on Sunday I will, I'll be hammering them home. Yeah, I have all, I have literally the same exact players in one extra one. Uh, Ronald Jones, 20 carries, three targets last week. He's facing the Jets, people. I mean, don't overthink it. The Jets are the worst defense against running backs. It's not even close. You, if you have Ronald Jones, play him with confidence as a solid borderline RB1 this week. Rashad Penny is 130 rushing yards in two of the last three games. And this week he gets Detroit. I mean, Detroit's defense is put their try. I mean, they're their team that tries. I'm not saying I'm not throwing shade at Detroit. They've been very competitive the last couple of weeks, but they're not a team that's going to run away from the game. It's going to allow Seattle to stay close, run the football. And I think Rashad Penny. Gets it going once again. Devin Singletary, I have not on this list against Jax. Um, again, again this week against Atlanta. Averaging 20 touches the last two weeks and a touchdown in back-to-back weeks. They don't know what they're doing. Breida was out, healthy scratch. Last week, Zach Moss comes in. He gets only a handful of carries. This is Devin Singletary's backfield, and Atlanta's not an opposing matchup. The last one is a, a Hail Mary RB throw. It's there of Uh He's playing New England. Um, he, you know, the head... The New England Patriots are the third highest run funnel defense in football. So they are a team that you cannot really pass against. You can run against them a little bit. But at the same time, he got 19 touches last week. As soon as uh, James Robinson was out, there is no Carlos Hyde. He's got a concussion. He's on IR. It's going to be Dare's backfield. I think if you're really desperate, if you need a flex play, I think he's fine. He's going to get you probably close to 15 to 20 touches in this game. And that's how you beat New England, is it through the running game, not through the air. So I think he's someone that you could probably bank on if you're desperate at running back. 
Dare. Right, so- I did not expect to hear Dare's name today. Yeah, Google Ali, baby. Let's do it. Um, let's jump before before we do it. Uh, go into the receivers and tight ends. Take a quick commercial break for the sponsor of this segment, Care Factor. We'll be back right after this. Hey, TCK Potters and fantasy focus community, are you looking for options for hair loss? There are many options out there for treating it. However, most products treat the cause, such as DHT, and don't do much to support the growth of new and stronger hair. It's like removing harmful weeds from your lawn, but not doing much to fertilize the grass. That's why the Fantasy Focus and TCK team has partnered with CaraFactor. CaraFactor saw this problem and focused their research on finding just the right combination of biosynthetic growth factors and an innovative delivery system to promote fuller, stronger looking hair. So whether you're a listener who suffers from various forms of alopecia or even stress-related hair loss, the Care Factor treatment is the perfect scalp-friendly solution that can help and influence stronger and healthy hair throughout all stages of the hair life cycle. And now, exclusively for TCK listeners, use the promo code TCK at checkout to get 15% off all products at shop.mycarafactor.com. That's shop.mykerafactor.com. Carafactor, skincare for hair. All right, Buck, talk to us a little bit about, uh, hey, uh, talk to us a little hey. bit about, about some wide receiver starts this week. Guys, you're looking to plug into that wide receiver two slash three area. Yeah, I just feel that wide receiver is a bit different. Um, you know your guys. You're going to start your guys. If you're in the final this this year, I think you are fueled partly by your wide receiver drafting and who you're stacking up there week in, week out. So for the most part, I'm just going for guys that you might be kind of waffling on. You're sitting there. You're straddling the fence. You're like, ah, he's been good, but is he that good? Two guys, two matchups I really like here. Jalen Waddle. Last seven games, 69 targets. Those are the numbers I like, Bob. Just under 10 per game, and he's doing the most with it. He's got to get in the end zone. It's going to happen. This is a huge, huge game for Miami, and I look for Jalen Waddle to really put this team on his back. You know, shout out Greg Jennings. Um, but it, it should be a really strong, strong showing for Jalen Waddle going up against Tennessee. And then I like Debo Samuel. Not – not the most reliable guy, but a guy that is just getting the ball in very, very deceptive ways. And you never really know how it's coming. I look for that to be a distinct advantage for Debo Samuel going up against Houston here. Yeah, my guys, I got a couple of them. And it's the Rams wide receivers, not named Cooper Cup. Obviously, Cooper Cup, I mean, talk about the slam dunk of the season. But I like Beckham and Jefferson against this Ravens uh, defense Outside wide receivers have completely dominated the Baltimore Ravens. Look at Tiggins and Chase last week. Two weeks ago, it was Adams and MVS. Then it was Landry and Donovan Peoples-Jones. All those receiver combinations all got double-digit fantasy points, and I really do like them both. If you need a wide receiver three this week, I'm okay with starting those guys. Obviously, Cooper Cup's like a vacuum, uh, so it is a little bit tougher to rely on all three of these guys, but I think – those three receivers have completely overshadowed. I mean, Sony Michelle is a nice runner, but he hasn't really done much in the passing game. Tyler Higby has not really seen that many looks, and it's really been the three receivers. So I'm really hoping Lamar Jackson can come back and play. 
you know, they're right on the seven seed. So I think if they need they need to win, at least Huntley would be involved. I think that could get the game more competitive, and that could be a bigger shootout on their end. The other one's Brandon Cooks against San Francisco. Uh, San Francisco against elite number one wide receivers over the last few weeks. A.J. Brown last week, 11 for 145 and one. Two weeks ago, Russell Gage, 890, 891 and one. Jamar Chase, 577 and two. So all the number one receivers on each team have completely dominated the San Francisco secondary. The other thing I like about Brandon Cooks is that when he's on the field, they throw the ball to Brandon Cooks. He is like oh, a yeah. target vacuum. And then on top of all that, they use him inside and out. So they move him all over the formation. So I like that too for him. Amari Cooper against Arizona. Uh, you know, Amari Cooper had his little bit of a lull, but then the squeaky wheel got the grease. I think last week that was kind of my thing with Amari Cooper was he was very vocal about the situation. He literally completely dominated that first half. And God only knows if he only got to, if he got to play four quarters, how much he would have went up against Washington. But now he's playing against Arizona. Two things I like about Arizona. One, their secondary is falling apart. They have allowed the most points to wide receivers over the last five weeks, so that's good news. And the Talking other about thing is squeaky like, wheels. I know. Yeah, and then all that, and then on top of Amari Cooper, I like the Kyler Murray and the Arizona offense. It's going to be a tough, tough sledding, I do admit, because the Cowboys are doing so well on defense. But I know Kyler Murray is going to at least be able to do something on offense, and I like that game flow. So I do like Amari Cooper in my lineups. Of course, you're playing CeeDee Lamb, and you can even make an argument for Michael Gallup in this match. But final one is Amon Ross St. Brown. I mean, yep. at this point, you just have to understand this kid has just turned a corner. He's an absolute target vacuum. He does get Jared Goff back this week. He plays Seattle that allows a league high 56% of their receiving production to the slot. So that is where Amon Ross St. Brown makes his hay. Plus Josh Reynolds is on COVID now, and that's really their other main wide receiver. So I do think Amon Ross St. Brown's another guy that can flirt with double digit touches in this matchup. All right, Buck, those are our wide receiver starts. Let's talk a little tight ends. I, I kind of lost my shit a little bit on tight ends. I, I'll admit I did a lot. So <laughs> give me some tight end right. starts that you that you might have for this week. I'll be brief, believe me, Bob. All right, so Dawson Knox. There's my complete trifecta of homerism right there. Yeah, uh, Dawson Knox, he going to eat today. He going to eat today. Well, three day, four days from Sunday. He, <laughs> so, will, he will be eating food on that yeah. day. Uh, Dawson Knox, enough said, eight touchdowns. I, I think this is going to be a heavy utilization game there for Dawson. My a little bit deeper option here, if you're like me and you've been streaming tight end all year, I hope you went out and got Bananas Foster Moreau. Give me some Bananas Foster on this Sunday. I need a big game from him. But what I like about Foster Moreau is it, it kind of is a 1A, 1B I know he's not quite the player that Waller is, but the way he's utilized is exactly the same. Now, he is also being targeted at quite a clip there for that Las Vegas team. So if they just continue this trajectory here, he's done enough. He's finished in the top, I believe, 12, three of the last four games. I look for that trend to continue because of their tight end utilization there in Vegas. So the first two names on my list are the exact same two. It's Dawson Knox against Atlanta. And I've been talking a lot about this. And the one thing I've been trying to highlight is for tight end position, it's routes, runs to drop backs. I've been saying that yeah. a lot because I wanted to know what the average was for tight ends. And it's really helped me over the last few weeks identify better matchups. Dawson Knox leads the NFL 88% routes run to drop backs over the last, since week 10, I've been tracking this stuff. That's the highest rate that's tied with guys, the, the top level guys. 
Listen, Dawson Knox, obviously, and then he gets a plus matchup against Atlanta. You do not hesitate. Basically, him and then, like, obviously the studs, like Mark Andrews, George Kittle, Rob Gronkowski, those kind of players, and then it's Dawson Knox. And I wouldn't even put Dawson Knox right up there with those guys this week. Foster Morneau, number two, Indianapolis Colts are in the third best matchup in my adjusted points allowed to tight ends this season. Uh, he's run a route on 70% of dropbacks the first couple weeks before he, because remember, he got hurt. The last two games since his return, last two games, it's been up to 91%. Now, I just brought up the number one uh, over the since week 10, so 88%. That's Dawson Knox. It's the highest. Last two weeks, Foster Morneau, 91%. So he's at a uh, an elite level running dropbacks now. Back-to-back weeks, right in that 65-yard range. That's plus. I really like Foster Morneau. I actually have it. Well, in my third-place matchup, I'll have him. Let's just Get third place. Bronze Can't is still a medal, buddy. No, I just – no, I don't care. It's not gold. It's just whatever. But anyway, Quick question before uh, you move on. Quick question. Sure. How soon after the football season are you watching the island of Dr. Moreau? Uh, it probably as soon as um, football season's over. So I'm going to say February 15th range. Okay. Do you All want right. me to send you the Blu-ray? 100%. <laughs> 100%. Yes. Yes, I do. Whatever reminder you can send me, please do. Uh, I did. I wanted to I talk about a couple of these. So Tyler Conklin's another one. So obviously Adam Thielen's now out. He's not going to play. I know it's been tough. He's got he's got the Green Bay Packers this week. Ran 91% routes on the dropbacks last week. Listen, when, he, when you're looking at the, Tyler Conklin, I want to know that they're going to be losing. And I want to know that Green Bay is going to put up points. I know those things are going to happen. So I think he could be all right this week if you need a starter. Um, Hunter Henry against Jacksonville is another guy that I have highlighted here. 85% drop uh, routes run to dropbacks. That's pretty elite over the last two weeks. And Jacksonville's just, you know, Jacksonville. So I think he could be someone that finds the end zone. Now, my deeper names, the first one's Mo Alley Cox. And the reason why is Jack Doyle's banged up. He did not play. He got hurt in the game last week. If he's out, Mo Alley Cox is he's a guy that only runs a route on about 40% of dropbacks. That jumped to 75% last week. If he's on the field that much, he's got a plus matchup against the Raiders. And if Jack Doyle's not out, he's a guy that I like a lot in this game. If he gets the gets the run, he should. The final one is my deeper dart throw. It's Tyler Croft, the Jets tight end versus Tampa Bay. Um, so the, the Bucs are going to be the Bucs. Now, the thing that's interesting is Ryan Griffin, the fellow tight end for Croft, just went on IR last week. Tyler Croft ran a route on 96% of dropbacks. That's that's unheard of. That's unheard of for tight ends. And Tyler Cross in an offense. This is the San Francisco offense, the George Kittle offense that came over from the San Francisco 49ers, now with the Jets. They use their tight ends to a lesser extent. I know Zach Wilson isn't great, but if you can't get your hands on like Foster Morneau, if you can't get your hands on Hunter Henry, I think that Tyler Croft is like my dip, like the bar, garbage bin. And I love him for, for DraftKings DFS this week. All right. Before we jump into some streamers, defenses, and kickers. Let's take another quick commercial break with our latest sponsor, Lightbox. And we'll be back right after this. Shout out to our new sponsor, Lightbox. Say goodbye to the dull gifts. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the brightest gift of the year. Using cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques, they've cracked the science of sparkle, creating the highest quality lab-grown diamonds you can find at a light price, $800 per carat. They have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds, but are just grown in a lab. Because of their process, they can create stones of blush pink, beautiful blue, as well as classic white diamonds. 
Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the gift they'll never want to take off and priced so they won't have to. They really make any outfit sparkle. Visit lightboxjewelry.com and add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox diamonds. Never a dull moment. All right, Buck. Let's talk some defense and kickers because that's why the people are really here. Um, before I run through a list, I put together a list of some defenses that I like. The studs, the, the, the average places. Are any defenses you're either you're going out of your way trying to start or end or fade this week in their matchups? I think I'm just going to play matchups. So any of those matchups where your defense is facing one of the poorer teams in the NFL, hopefully you can scrape together a few of those. Um, nobody in particular. I, I don't play many leagues with defense. Um, I don't know. It, it's not. It's just tough at this point to really stream. But if you're looking deep, I mean, the Panthers, not a terrible matchup here with New Orleans. Now, will Taysom Hill be playing is my big question there. Yeah, he was activated he off COVID. No, yeah. then that's, that's a no-go. That's a no-go for me. Um, yeah, I don't like any of the real big streaming options here. Possibly the Lions just because it's Seattle. They've been topsy-turvy. You got the Lions who always put up a fight. You know, Ryer, Tiger Ryer. Um, oh, so. <laughs> I like how you describe the Lions and then you go like a Tiger. We could have said a Lion. But it's yeah. a tiger. like a tiger, but it's a lion. No, tiger, tigers have a fiercer rarer, but I'll also take the lions. <laughs> All, right. All right. So when I was running through this, the first thing that catches my eye, like some of the stud teams have good matches. Like the Buffalo Bills against Atlanta, if they're playing at home, you're going to play the Bills. Uh, the Cowboys against Arizona might not be an obvious one, but the Cowboys are white hot. And then Arizona's kind of sputtered a little bit without DeAndre Hopkins and no James Conner banged up with his ankle. Patriots, of course, have Jacksonville. Tampa Bay against the Jets. You're going to start all those guys. But some of the lesser-owned defenses, um, still well-owned, but Chiefs against Cincinnati, I like. I know Cincinnati's come up with this really big game, but I like the Chiefs' defense. They've been ridiculously solid over the last month and a half. Uh, Rams against Denver. You know, Drew Locke isn't as conservative as a guy like Teddy B. That's going to open up opportunities for that Rams' defense this week. Oh, I'm sorry, the Chargers' defense against the Denver Broncos. My apologies. Uh, the Dolphins playing against the Tennessee Titans. Listen, the Dolphins look great against on Monday night against the Saints. Of course, uh, Ian Bach, Book, whatever his name is, didn't get it done. But the Dolphins against Tennessee, I know Tennessee's now got A.J. Brown, and they looked better, but I still think that they're prone to turnovers. Colts against the Raiders are another solid matchup, and the Saints against the Carolina Panthers. I actually do like the Saints with Sam Darnold now in there. Um, we don't have to worry about uh, Cam Newton's legs as much. So I do think that the Saints D is going to be solid. Some of my streamers, Bears against the, the Giants, just play everybody against the Giants. I mean, trust me, I, I had the Eagles on my bench, and I regret it, and I was going to play against the Giants. But Mike Glennon, if Mike Glennon plays, he just loves throwing pick sixes. He's fantastic with it. In that same game, the Giants versus Chicago Bears aren't a terrible matchup. The Giants defense is going to get healthy. They got Dory Jackson back this week. And finally, the, another one that came up on my matchup metric is the Titans playing against the Miami Dolphins. Now, Dolphins were okay offensively. They didn't have to do much against the Saints, but they didn't really blow anybody out of the water. Um, they did get a, a defensive touchdown in that game. Didn't really go off against the Saints. So the Titans might be okay because they're getting healthy too, and they've looked pretty solid so far over the last couple weeks as their defense has gotten healthy. So any of those that pop out to you, Buck, uh, that I listed through, anything you're kind of fading or any ones that say that you like? 
Um, not really. I mean, I, I just, I kind of want an explosion of fireworks in the NFL this week. I, I, I'm rooting for offenses, not defenses today. Gotcha. All right. So here's my kickers. Before we get out of here, I'm going to run through some of these real quick. Ryan Suckup is actually number one on my kicker analysis this week against the New York Jets. Nick Folk is number two against the Jacksonville Jaguars. You're not going to hear the typical names. Tyler Bass, you know, Justin Tucker. The Bass man. Greg Z. Those guys are all well-owned 90%, so you're not going to hear them on this list. But Michael Badgley, I like a lot against the Raiders. Jake Elliott against the Washington football team. Robbie Gould versus Houston Texans. We got Mason Crosby against Minnesota um, as the final kickers as well. So if you can get one of those guys, I really like them in my matchup. But if you can get your hands on Ryan Suckup, Nick Folk, um, those guys are only about owned in 66% of leagues. But then the lesser owned guys like Badgley, Elliott, Gould are on the top of my list. All right, Buck, those are our starts and streamers for this week. Before we go, feel free to, you know, give the give the people some last minute advice, you know, encouraging words, whatever the Buckman does, whatever you got in the gut right now. Give we it got, to the people championship. We got a few questions. It's championship week, Bob. People right, want to feel yeah. good. You got you got 10 minutes to run through these here. It probably will just be five. All right, let me hit you. Dennis, sup boys. Thanks to you, partly you made the final. Well, to take a part in that, Dennis, we are very humbled. Tip of the cap. Good luck to you. Let's get to your questions here. Half point PPR. I also have a question, Bob, near and dear to my heart that I will ask you at the conclusion of this. Start three RBs, Javante, Mitchell, or Wilson. So kind of figuring out which one of that pairing you want there. Penny, Antonio Gibson, Jamal Williams, if Swift is out. Start three out of those six, but really five different sets here. I'm a little concerned about the the Broncos run game with Drew so Lock. Uh, they looked horrific last week against the Raiders. Um, but the Chargers run defense, they missed some guys on COVID. Chargers defensively missed like Justin Jones, some key guys up front. Um, I don't know if I'm going to rely on Javante with Drew Locke in there. I just think that teams are just not as intimidated by Drew Locke to make those kind of throws. So I think I'm going to fade Javante, and he's dealing with his own injury. Um, I'm okay with the Wilson-Mitchell backfield. I just don't know what's going to happen with Mitchell just yet. If Mitchell's active, I'm playing Mitchell because um, I like him. The San Francisco matchup is pretty solid. They got Houston this week, so uh, I'm not sweating that at all. Penny, we just talked about Rashad Penny. I think we both agree he's in. And listen, I'm not fading Gibson, so I think I'm going to go Gibson, Penny, and whoever is the starter for the San Francisco 49ers. Agreed on those three there, Bob. All right, we got half point PPR, start two, OBJ, Gronk, DJ Moore, Tony, Gabe Davis, or the emerging Isaiah McKenzie coming out of left field last week for a big week. Mm. Uh, I actually think I'm going to go OBJ and Gronk. Uh, the reason why is simple. First, first of all, Gronk, listen, they had a bad week. He's got the Jets this week. Um, I, the other thing is that DJ Moore is dealing with this hamstring injury, and he actually started dialing back his work. Now Sam Darnold's back in there. And, you know, listen, I, I just, I'm not overly excited. And listen, you got Marshawn Lattimore on the outside. I just don't know if I'm going to go out of my way to start DJ Moore this week. Tony. It's the Giants. I, I just no thank you. I just like I can't trust it. We don't Mike Glennon and all that stuff. Listen, Daniel Jones is not in the game. I know Daniel Jones isn't the greatest quarterback, but he's much better than Mike Mike Glennon. And um, 
Jake Fromm, so I'm not playing Tony. And then Gabe Davis and McKenzie, listen, the Bills are back healthy. They got Sanders back. They got Beasley back too. So that's why I'm going to favor OBJ and and Gronk in this scenario. Yeah, I mean, DJ Moore deserves a little shout there. I'm, I'm in between. I have OBJ in, believe it or not. And then it's between Gronk and DJ Moore. I just like the upside with the matchup a lot better for Gronk. So I'm going to go with Gronk here. DJ Moore been solid. And I think he's only going to get more solid there with Darnold, but we'll see. Mike Williams out. Would you start Josh Palmer instead of one of the names listed above? No, I'm going to stick with one of the three of OBJ, Gronk, and DJ Moore. Bob, do you disagree? Yeah, I'm going to stick with uh, Gronk and OBJ. Yeah. Marcos, how you doing, man? Half point PPR, Antonio Brown, T. Higgins, Keenan Allen, St. Brown, Rojo, Sony, start two wide receivers and one flex. You going to double stack bucks here? I can't. Yeah. I don't think, I I don't know that I can. 15 targets for AB, 20 carries for uh, Rojo. I just, the Rojo thing, listen. The Jets Rojo situation is like you got you have to like the Jets are so bad against running backs it's not a joke like Rojo is a lock for me he's in he's, if you give me twenty touches against the Jets for a running back he's gonna go off um, I think Sony is actually out in this scenario believe it or not I just you know they haven't really been that great on the ground the last I think people are kind of figuring out a little bit what they're trying to do um, he hasn't been great the last couple weeks. But when you're talking about these level of players too, right? So I think that's the other thing. Um, so I think my flex is Rojo over Sony. Uh, wide receivers, man. Jesus Christmas. You got such like – I don't know if I could sit Keenan Allen uh, ever. But, I think uh, I can. I think I can with this set. Yeah. It's it's really between Antonio Brown, Higgins, and Keenan Allen. Uh, let's see. What are your thoughts on that? I'm going to go Rojo on my flex. Okay. Uh, my flex is going to be Keenan Allen, and then I'm starting Antonio Brown and Higgins here. I really like – I think these are all top 12 in, in my rankings here this week, Brown, Higgins, and Keenan Allen, um, with Keenan Allen being the option I like the least out of those three. And then it, it would be between Keenan Allen and Rojo. I'm just going to go upside. Hopefully they get their shit back together in L.A. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to go A.B., Keenan Allen, Rojo. So All right, no T. Higgy love. I, don't, I mean, listen, I get it, but Kansas City's been absolutely outrageous on defense. I mean, they're not they're not the Ravens. So, um, I listen, it's close. But like I said, Rojo, listen, he got it done last week. Didn't look great on the ground, but he got 15 points in my format, and now he gets the Jets. I mean, it's just – this is what I'm talking about. Like, talk about the matchup, the prime matchup of running backs – and then you got Tom Brady and company. I just I'm not gonna fade. AB getting 15 targets. No thanks. I'll, I'll do I'll do Keenan Allen, AB, Rojo. Micah Parsons over LT. I don't really know about that yet. It's a hell of no. a rookie season there for Micah. But no. and, you got to do it okay. a bit longer. I'm just saying the kid the kid is damn good, Bob. Tip your cap. I'm not saying he's better than LT. I'm not saying that. I'm just tipping the cap, Micah Parsons. LT would be doing cocaine benders on Saturday night, get up hung over on Sunday, and dominate. Until Micah Parsons start going on cocaine benders on Saturday <laughs> night, 
and going out no, and playing Micah, football. No, Micah, no, 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 no. Until no, that Micah. happens, no. Until that happens, I don't want to hear it. Okay, LT, greatest of all time. The guy did it, hung over his shit, half like withdrawing from drugs, and do, still got it done on Sunday. Until that day happens, it'll never happen. That's why LT is the greatest of all time. I'm gonna take a line from LT in a movie. <laughs> Don't smoke crack. <laughs> like, come on, <laughs> Micah. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't listen to Bob. Listen to Buck. See the light. Be the light. Be the change you want to see in this world, Micah. All right, Trey. Evening, gents. Made the ship. Congratulations, Trey. Couple of questions. One, Burrow or Russell? What you got there, Bob? <sighs> Seattle, Detroit. Seems easy, right? But I don't know. Detroit just doesn't seem like the type of game. I just don't think teams go off against Detroit. No, they just they, have, just, like, they, they scrap yeah. and claw like Danny Campbell, and then they cry as a as a whole unit after. But it's all good. Yeah, I'm gonna take the uh, upside of the game between Higgins. I mean, um, Joe Burrow against the Chiefs in that one. Yeah, I'm gonna go Joe Burrow here. Full PPR start to Pittman, Elijah Mitchell. Chase Edmonds or Aaron Jones? Pittman, we have to see if Carson Wentz kind of clears protocol. Um, I'm going to start Aaron Jones. I know it's been tough, but he's got Minnesota this week. Solid matchup. And the other thing, too, is we still have to figure out if if, if it's no Connor, Edmonds got 24 touches last week. So if you know, Connor's out and there's no Wentz, this is just still a couple moving parts here. I'm actually going to go Edmonds and Jones. I'm going to go Jones. And if he's healthy, if he's full, go Elijah Mitchell over Edmonds. Good vibes, Dennis. Good vibes, my friend. Half PPR. One last question. Someone waved Darrell Williams. If CEH is out, would you start him over one of Gibson, Penny, or whoever 49ers running back is starting? I'm going to say no here. That's tough. Uh, Cincinnati you like Darrell a, Williams this week. I do. I do like him, man. I do like him a lot. Cincinnati is a uh, very bad against pass-catching running backs, and, and Williams does some nice things in the pass game. He is the trusted guy. Um, but Gore is going to get his looks. McKinnon is going to be back this week. I don't know how much he's going to get. But the problem is I don't know what the Mitchell-Wilson situation is going to be if they both play. Um, because Wilson's running better. Are they going to give the rock back to Mitchell? I think I'm actually going to stick with Gibson, Penny, and Mitchell or Wilson. I'm okay with not playing Williams, but that's close. Yeah. I really do like Williams a lot too this week. I like both Gibson and Penny, but you know what? If you're feeling ballsy, let it out there. I got one last one. This came via text like SOS, Bob. Okay. So this is for the championship for my good friend, Ryan Newell. All right. Defense. So this is right mm-hmm. up your alley here, Bob. He currently has the Cowboys and the Rams. There's also Chicago, Indianapolis, Philadelphia, 49ers on the waiver wire. Anything, who would you start, Dallas or Los Angeles? We'll start there. I'm going to go Dallas. Rams. Still. Okay. He's First. going Dallas. He likes that matchup. What about the Bears? Still going to go Dallas. All right. It's Dallas for that one, Newell. And then he has Taysom Hill and Matty Stafford. He can pick up Joe Burrow. And that's really the only one I, w- I would factor in. So 
Stafford, Hill, Burrow. I'm good with staff. I, I'm not going to pick up Burrow. I like Stafford and and uh, and Taysom Hill over those guys. But I think the only thing that worries me about Taysom Hill is that can Carolina put up points? I don't know if they can. And Stafford, I'm going to roll with Stafford. I think is it, if it's four point per passing touchdown, I actually do like Hill a little bit better. If it's six, I'll go Stafford. It's that close for me. All right, I'll check on that. I will yeah. check on that. Uh, in in closing here, Bob, I just want to give a shout out to my mom. She got me a patchouli candle, which I have a really hard time finding these days. I mm. love the patchouli. Shout out to the Sri Lankans. Okay, nice. I got some. I got some candles too for Christmas. Very nice. Great gift. Nice aromas. Homemade. I'm a big smell good when your body smells like shit guy. So if I can keep the environment pretty fresh, okay, I can I can smell like a slob. Is there a reason? Do you find yourself smelling like a slob a lot, or is it just kind of a random thing once in a while? What's the deal? I'm just that? kidding, dude. I'm I'm a two shower a day fella. I smell okay. good as shit. All right, that's what I like to hear. I, that's what I figured, Buck. That's what I figured. I thought it was just a joke. Okay, we're good. Um, last question here. I think we got um on some DST question. I, and listen, I know the Bears against the Giants. It, it's going to be a nice streamer. I my matchup metric for defense is Kansas City's number one. Um. The the Bengals are figuring things. Out. I know that's that's risky, but the Chiefs are fully if they're fully healthy. They're also getting back their final piece, which is their cornerback Benton. They've been unstoppable, and I I just think that in my opinion, if if you need juice, like this is where I made my mistake, and I'll admit this: if you're playing the best seed, if you're playing the number one seed, you should take the risk on the Bears playing against a Giants team. That are more that are going to throw a pick six potentially that are going to throw interceptions. Now the better defense, in my opinion, is the Chiefs in their matchup. I like the Chiefs. If you feel you just want the standard, uh, just give me ten points. Go with the Chiefs. But if you feel that you're the underdog and you want that high upside defense, I think the Bears are the play in this one. We also penetrated the Russian embassy here. Mm. We got to take that down. No idea what that means. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was gonna say we don't know what's going on there. We don't yeah. even know if we just we just singled Russia. We're, no, we're no, no. I want a virtual handshake with Russia right now. We wow. stand. Uh, we stand here as humans. Great. All right, all right, folks. We're gonna get out of here. All right, Buck. Listen, man. I'll see you Sunday, man. This was a lot of fun. Once again, this is the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast on the Fantasy Focus YouTube channel. All our podcasts are on the Believe Podcast Network and brought to you by Bet Online AG. Shout out to all our sponsors, Jersey Jungle. If you haven't been on Jersey Jungle, yeah, I suggest football season is about to come up. You win your fantasy title, even if you don't win, just go get your favorite player. Don't forget to go to Jersey Jungle on Instagram at the Jersey Jungle. Use that promo code TCK. You get some 10% to 15% off jerseys. Their game authentic jerseys. They're $60 versus $120 on NFL.com. Bomb banana hot sauce. Make sure you seek the spice.com. Um, TCK promo code gets you 10% off bomb banana. It's actually very good, believe it or not. Me and Buck have tried it. Very yeah. good hot sauce. Definitely recommend you guys check it out. And shout out to Lightbox. Care factor skid care for hair wink um but i'm out of here buck anything else before we go you want to say anything else to the people no join us on sunday championship sunday hopefully you made it this far i see that there's three or four of you who did so that's fantastic stuff uh i stand with lt 
Uh, over Micah. Atta boy. All right, guys. We're out of here. Take it easy. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.